One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I thought I was done ranting about work, but I lied. And I want to talk about quiet quitting today. In September of 2022, Harvard Business Review published an article explaining the quiet quitting phenomenon to worried executives. And I'm quoting from professors Anthony C. Klotz and Mark C. Bellino, who observed, Quiet quitters continue to fulfill their primary responsibilities, but they're less willing to engage in activities known as citizenship behaviors. No more staying late or showing up early or attending non-mandatory meetings. According to Investopedia, the term quiet quitting refers to employees who put no more effort into their jobs than are absolutely necessary. A 2022 Gallup survey suggested that at least half of the U.S. workforce consists of quiet quitters. The percentage is particularly high among workers under 35. Gallup arrived at the conclusion using a series of questions related to worker engagement, defined as the involvement and enthusiasm of employees in their work and workplace. In the survey, only 32% of workers came across as engaged, while another 18% were disengaged, meaning that they made no secret of their job dissatisfaction. The remaining 50% or so, Gallup theorized, could be classified as quiet quitters, people who were not especially engaged in their work but didn't broadcast it. If those numbers are accurate, then a stunning 68% of American job holders are unhappy with their work to one degree or another. And though there is a lot of pushback with the reasons for this, there's one argument that says the term is taken off in part because burned out or bored workers are simply desperate for a fresh vocabulary to describe their feelings. And even if that's true, it kind of supports the fact that we need a structural change 
with our relationship and work ethic. Zaid Khan on TikTok said, I recently learned about this term called quiet quitting, where you're not outright quitting your job, but you're quitting the idea of going above and beyond. You're still performing your duties, but no longer subscribing to the hustle culture mentally that work has to be our life. Clayton Ferris on TikTok adds, I don't stress and internally rip myself to shreds. And as someone who used to get kicked out by the janitorial staff and was often told by my coworkers I needed to set better boundaries with my work life, I highly encourage this concept if you are someone who gets burnt out and finds yourself taking on too much and not setting boundaries at work. And it's not to say you won't do extra tasks. It's simply to say you're not going to stress over every little thing that work wants to put on your plate. And if you do accept those things, then you recognize that you can ask for compensation because I'm so sick and tired of hearing that jobs are having employees take on second jobs because they fired someone or someone quit and it became this person's responsibility, yet they don't give them any type of raise, yet they are saving an entire salary's worth on not paying the employee they fired. It just doesn't make sense to me. And as long as we live in a for-profit system, the system has one goal, and that is to profit off of us. So if your work culture calls you part of the family, that is a toxic family dynamic, my friend, because they're gonna hustle you. And they are constantly looking at the bottom line, and they will replace you in a heartbeat, even if you're a fan favorite. But real talk, the thing I love about quiet quitting the most is it feels like a really wholesome, good kid who never gets in trouble and never does anything wrong is finally sticking out for themselves and they feel like a rebel because it's not quitting at all. It's doing what your job requires, but not everything else. It's allowing yourself to mentally check out of work when you're not at work anymore. And as someone who was taught, if I'm not giving 110% and overachieving, then I am not achieving anything. It's really empowering to sit back and only do what is expected and nothing else. And sure, there are some work cultures where quiet quitting isn't an option. And there are some professions when quiet quitting probably isn't the best thing to do because of the way the system's set up. But in my honest interpretation, I really don't think it's about taking the easy way out. I think it's about not taking the hard way every day. It's not putting more on your team because you want to take more for yourself. It's working as a team to set boundaries and balance that works for everyone. It's not committing extra emotional energy to workplace drama or extra tasks that your boss wants you to do but isn't paying you for. And like I said, quiet quitting will have a different meaning in different jobs. If you're a chef, you can't really quiet quit in the middle of a rush. And if you're a surgeon, you're not going to quiet quit in the middle of a surgery. But in my experience, it could be really refreshing to approach your job like a job and not your life. It can reinstate your motivation to keep doing it while we have to, or at least while we process better ways to do it so that we can do the things we like to do, but not at a pace where we're burning out. And if you are taking on 50 jobs at work and you can't get out of that because you've been doing it for so long, I completely sympathize with you. I was a teacher and there was constantly a quote unquote teacher shortage. I also lived with a nurse who went through the same freaking experiences as me, but from a different perspective. Because a lot of the times with jobs that employ empathetic people, those people are the ones who suffer the most from being overworked, underpaid, and under-respected. 
because we do it because we feel like we have to, because someone's got to do it and no one else will, because it's what we've been taught to do is pick up the slack when we see a need, fill a need, because, because, because. But when we get caught up in all of the reasons why we're overworking and not being compensated for it, we lose sight of the fact that that's a fucking human rights violation and it's bullshit. And we need to start unionizing and standing up for our rights as a people and as individuals when we can. And I understand that this is definitely a privilege to take given different jobs and different capacities and different demands of those jobs. And I'm not claiming to have the answers for every individual at this very moment. I'm one single person. But I am saying a majority of people I know, including myself, just might benefit from decentering work a little bit. And I was just thinking that maybe quiet quitting could fill a transition for some of us, depending on our situation. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.